listening to Broncos This Week, presented by Original 16. The official beer of the Swift Current Broncos is Ryan Schweitzer and Craig Boschman. Ryan Schweitzer along with Craig Boschman for another edition of the Broncos This Week podcast brought to you by Original 16. Uh, Craig, these Broncos, a lot of ups and downs uh, recently. Uh, an interesting game against the Brandon Wheat Kings ending with an overtime loss. You know, how did that one look from the broadcast? Booth? It was a pretty slow start. Uh, they shot on goal at the first period of what, 8-4? to four, And it wasn't much more than that after the second period too. So it was kind of a... Kind of a slow game, really, um, compared to the one in Brandon on Friday, which was just an amazing game. Um, you know, but to see the team fight their way back from down two nothing, uh, two goals against in under a minute, and to to answer back with two goals in three minutes to get it tied up heading into the third period. I mean, every point's important nowadays. Um, so getting that game into overtime after trailing two nothing was huge, and just unfortunate that they couldn't uh, uh, complete the comeback with an overtime win on uh, on Tuesday night. Yeah, on the Broncos This Week podcast this week, we got, uh, as usual, a loaded show for you. Interim head coach Devin Pratt is going to pop by to discuss all things Broncos in the last week. And our feature guest this week is Ty Hurley. It's great to have him on the podcast, a very personable young man. And after a, a scary incident at the Iplex uh, a few weeks ago, it's nice to see him doing well. Yeah, for sure. Like you said, pretty pretty terrifying looking scene when he kind of went on the boards head first there a few weeks ago. And, and he talks about that a little bit and, and almost made it sound worse the way that he described how he felt immediately after that collision. But, uh, you know, glad to see he's back. He obviously played on Tuesday, so he's uh, he's back and feeling good now. And and a guy who's had a bit of an interesting, uh, you know, path toward the Western Hockey League after being drafted way back in 2019, playing a stone's throw from the rink in Sherwood Park and then going all the way down to Arizona for last season, now coming back to Sherwood Park and now to Swift Current. So been a bit of an interesting journey for, for Ty Hurley. And, and like you said, he's a very personable and a chatty, a chatty young guy. So great to have him on and great to have him on the team. Yeah, not much restricted travel for that young man <laughs> in the last two years. So very much looking forward to, to that conversation. And as mentioned, uh, interim head coach Devin Pratt will join us in just a moment here. Some news coming down from the Western Hockey League today. And uh, this is an interesting one. It looks like rescheduled games are being further rescheduled as the league alters its calendar a little bit. Yeah, I mean, the, the Canadian Hockey League announcing you know new dates for the Memorial Cup, which is being held in St. John, New Brunswick. So because of that, uh, the WHL has extended the regular season by two weeks. So with that, uh, the Broncos were supposed to host the Regina Pats on Monday, March 7th, which was actually a rescheduled date of December 31st. So that game on March 7th is now going to be played on Friday, April 8th here at home. The Broncos were supposed to be in Prince Albert on Monday, March 14th. That is now going to be played in Prince Albert on the Wednesday, March 16th. And the Broncos home game on March 16th against Prince Albert, which again was supposed to originally be played on January 7th. That March 16th home game against Prince Albert is now going to be played Friday, April 15th the final game of the regular season for Swift Current. So there's going to be a whole uh, you know, big uh, release from the, the Western Hockey League. You can go to the Broncos website to click on the schedule tab to see the finalized schedule. But those are the three games that are uh, have been changed. And now the last game of the regular season for Swift Current is Friday, April 15th at home against Prince Albert. That'll be weird playing hockey that deep into April. 
And <laughs> you know, the last time the Broncos played in April, we had like sold out rinks and <laughs> it was electric. So here, here's hoping, although the stakes won't be quite as high with regular season games, here's hoping for a, a similar atmosphere to that. So some changes. And if you want more information on those rescheduled games, you can always visit scbroncos.com and check that out. All right. Coming up on the Broncos This Week podcast, our feature guest is Ty Hurley. But in the much more immediate future, our chat with interim head coach Devin Pratt follows this. You're listening to Broncos This Week, presented by Original 16, the official beer of the Swift Current Broncos. Broncos This Week Coaches Show segment with interim head coach Devin Pratt. Devin, since we uh, last spoke a week ago, then... uh, well, a few ups and downs since then. Uh, the road trip to Manitoba, which began with a, uh, a gutsy 4-3 win. Uh, you know, talk about your team's effort in that one. Yeah, I think we uh, we had a solid road game. Um, first and foremost, Reed Dick was uh, phenomenal in that for us uh, early. Um, all game long, really, but early just some big saves uh, to keep us in it. And, um, you know, we did a good job in the second period kind of exchanging scoring opportunities. And we were opportunistic and uh, came out with the lead. And what I really liked was we had a solid third period and uh, when we gave up the lead late uh, we were resilient and we found a way and that's showing some growth from the start of the year when we were there when we gave up the lead in the third period and then lost in overtime so um, you know it's a it's a tough road trip to go into Brandon and Winnipeg um, and for our guys to start on the right foot was uh, was nice. We know how difficult it is to play against Winnipeg whether at home or on the road but uh, you certainly don't help your cause and you take 12 minor penalties over the course of the game and some of those were you know frustration towards the end of the game but it's just uh, uh, impossible to win a game against a team like that with 12 penalties. Yeah, I mean even early there was 8 to 10 minutes in the first period and that's just going to set the tone for the night and you know um there's there's a lot of guys that they play in all situations and if you're going to be killing all night you're going to drain yourself and you're not going to have energy to be able to compete five on five it's all those small details that you don't necessarily think of in the heat of the moment as a competitor or, or as a player but um yeah you know when we have winnipeg here in a couple of weeks time back to back it's uh it's going to be important that we're disciplined you know winnipeg game notwithstanding there's been a lot of games with a playoff type feel lately involving your team uh, including the most recent one against Brown. And it, it seems like the, the, they're playing some high-stakes hockey out there. Yeah, I think we're getting into that, you know, uh, final, into the final third of the season here. And um, we've done a job to give ourselves an opportunity. So uh, now the pressures start to rise a little bit. And you can see separation within the league. I mean, the top teams have really found their stride. They're clicking their structures in. They're playing sound hockey night after night. And, um, yeah, they're causing some separation there. So for us, uh, we've done a job to include ourselves in a group of teams that are competing for that final spot and I mean every game matters every minute matters every play matters you got to take care of the details and take pride in them you talked about your team coming back uh, from giving up that late goal in Brandon to win that game in overtime it was almost the same story uh, on Tuesday night with uh, two quick goals for Brandon uh, just great to see your team fight back tie it up before the second period came to an end and get the game into overtime yeah there, there's positives we can take from the game for sure um, it was a sloppy game I think it was sloppy both ways um, just a lot of transitional turnover Uh, both ways uh, as I say and um, 
I agree. I thought it was going to be one of those scenarios where maybe the first team to break through might be able to separate itself a little bit, and it looked that way when Brandon scored kind of bang, bang on us. So for our guys to uh, show the mental fortitude and the strength there to, to find a way and to grind and, and get a couple back was huge. And, you know, uh, Isaac, again, did a great job, um, and especially when it was 2 nothing, and then it was 2-1, and uh, he made some key saves in those moments, and again in the third period to, to push it through and give us uh, the opportunity to, you know, take a strike at it in overtime and unfortunately it didn't go our way this time. You talked about Reed Dick having a strong game in Brandon and recently selected to the CHL top prospects game. You know, talk about your 17-year-old goaltender and where he's at with things. Yeah, you know what, uh, Reed is a, another first-class citizen we have in the dressing room. Um, very fortunate to work with such a high-character group of guys and, um, you know, Reed to a man would say that he's probably disappointed with his performance at times this year and one thing that hasn't wavered is his attitude and work ethic. He shows up every day. He's a great teammate. Uh, he, he loves playing the game. He has a smile on his face, and he puts in the extra work. So uh, we're not surprised to see him play well. Uh, we believe in him, and uh, we knew it was in there all along. And it's really, uh, it's really nice to see him get rewarded for his hard work. Um, and you know, he did a great job coming in in Winnipeg there as well. He faced a lot of rubber in the third period, and he stood tall. He looks really confident in the night right now. And um, yeah, excited for him to have a good game here this weekend too. And he's going to that top prospects game with Owen Pickering, Josh Philman. Uh, those guys have had a lot of eyes on them over the course of the season. So kind of just a feather in the cap for those two guys to go along with Reed Dick to that game in uh, in late March. Yeah, I think it's exciting for those three guys for sure. It's exciting for our team as well um, to be represented by, um, you know, three guys going to the game, a forward, a defenseman, and a goalie. Um, some good depth there for us. And, you know, we got other prospects that uh, weren't named, and it's a little bit of fuel to the fire to keep working and keep pushing through. And uh, like we said earlier, you know, it's uh, it's not final until the draft happens. And for these guys, you know, I think they've done a great job um, both with the positives and with the negatives that have come on both sides of it of just understanding that, you know, the goal remains the same. We want to be better today, better tomorrow, better next week and continue to improve uh, however the chips may fall. And it's easy. I mean, these kids are, uh, they're young. They got a lot of things going on in their life. And, you know, we, we often can forget that, you know, they're still U18 age hockey players and they they get out here and the pressures get on them and, and we feel that sometimes they got to deal with themselves like they're pros and they're not quite there yet so um, you know for them to have the the understanding of you know just play their game play to their strengths uh, don't worry about what people want to see from you just do what you do and do what you do best and that's what's going to give yourself the best opportunity you got a busy weekend coming up uh, another back-to-back scenario with a couple of home games uh, you got a team that you haven't seen for a while rolling into town on uh, on Friday night tomorrow night in uh, the Medicine Hat Tigers what have you heard about what they're up to these days yeah you know watching their games I mean they're, they've been competitive um, they made some moves and kind of unloaded to try and build for their future and uh, when you do that you're going to give younger guys opportunities and those young guys have uh, embraced that so um, you know Bjorklund's been strong for them in net as well and I think they've uh, they've done a good job of hanging around games they're competing they're playing until the final buzzer and uh, there's no nights off in this league so for our group I we, we haven't seen them in 
a long time and for us the focus has to be on ourselves we got to establish our game plan our game identity um, and go out there uh, right from puck drop and, and get to work I think there'll be some extra energy and excitement in the building as well parents and billets weekend uh, some guys have seen their parents recently of course the Winnipeg trip but some of the guys probably haven't seen their parents since Christmas so I think some extra excitement and maybe some extra motivation in the building as well yeah I mean it's one of the benefits of the easing of restrictions and we're, we're allowed to incorporate uh, you know a lot of the things that uh, would happen through the run of a year and I got to give our guys a lot of credit they've done a great job of limiting their interactions outside of the rink and really limiting the uh, the amount of the spread or um, you know whatever would would happen with the COVID there so for our guys I'm really really proud of those guys for that and uh, you know it's a nice way to be able to reward them bring in their loved ones and their families and uh, all these guys wouldn't be here without the love and support of them and also the Billa families we have in town I mean just incredible and um, Morgan Montgomery does such a great job as our coordinator and um, you know taking calls and texts from them at all hours of the day to just kind of ease their mind or to answer whatever questions there may be and um, it's a great buffer zone between uh, our staff and, and her in the billets and I uh, can't say enough about the job she does the billets uh, how fortunate we are uh, for those families to open their doors to our players and to become a part of the Bronco family so it's going to be really exciting to be able to uh, you know enjoy the weekend together and tour around the dressing room and come to morning skate and then uh, get together Saturday evening for a, a post-game meal as well which would be uh, very nice. Devin Pratt, interim head coach on the Broncos This Week podcast. Devin, thanks a bunch for uh, making your way down to this end of the rink, and uh, best of luck this weekend, man. Thank you. You're listening to Broncos This Week, presented by Original 16, the official beer of the Swift Current Broncos. Broncos This Week podcast brought to you by Original 16. Our feature guest is first-year forward Ty Hurley. Ty, uh, well, first and foremost, a few games ago, a bit of a, a scary moment here at the Innovation Credit Union Iplex. I, I certainly don't want to dwell on that too much, and I'm sure you're not in any hurry to relive it, but ev- everything feeling okay? Yeah, you know, it was forward-checking, going, going to forward-check, finished my hit, and just, you know, caught an edge and um, went in awkwardly, but, you know, l- luckily for me, um, I'm all right, and I'm back in the lineup, so. Yeah, it it certainly seemed like an abundance of caution type situation, you know, when you hear about, you know, the, the end result of it. But I imagine that was probably a bit of a scary moment, eh? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I lost the ability to breathe and uh, for a little bit there, so I was scary. And, oh, wow. And then got some back spasms there, so it was tough to move. So I was pretty scared there for the time being. But luckily, after a couple minutes, that subsided and I was okay. So, and now, you know, I'm good to go. <laughs> Well, let's transition into you in general, I guess. You were actually a draft pick back in 2019 in the uh, WHL draft. So can you kind of take us all the way back to that draft day for you? Uh, you go 84th overall to Swift Current. Were you one of those kids who was sitting there refreshing your computer, waiting to see what would happen, or were you kind of just not thinking about it? Um, oh, yeah, I was thinking about it. <laughs> I was on the WHL page. You know, I was actually on the, I was doing a workout at the time. And I was on the spin bike, and I had my phone right up on there, and I kept refreshing it, and you know, and then I saw my name go, and I, I was just pumped, pumped to see my name, and got text messages right away from friends, family, you know, everyone, and just congratulating me, and it, it was an awesome time for sure. What was it like leading up to that? Uh, did you have a lot of conversations with with other teams? Did you have an idea that you know around 80, 80th like that area was where you were going to go? Um, so you know, throughout the year you get the questionnaires, um, so you fill those out, and um, so I didn't, I had no idea um, who would take me. I got was talking to some teams, but you know, you never really know, right? So I was, I was surprised and just happy to be drafted by Swift Current or any team for that matter. So I was just pumped. 
And I know you came to your first training camp after that. It feels like an absolute lifetime ago, that 2019-20 training camp. But that was obviously your first experience playing against guys who were, you know, three, four years older than you. Uh, what do you remember about that first training camp experience? Um, it's obviously different playing against guys older than you. Usually you're playing all the way up. You're playing against guys with one to two years difference. Um, so playing with those older guys and just watching how skilled they were and how big they were. And I was a smaller guy, right? So it was obviously a pretty cool experience. And I was pretty nervous as well. But yeah, it was it was good. You were a guy. You committed to the Swift Current Broncos in the Western League just a few weeks ago. How's the transition been from Junior A to to Major Junior? You know, it's it's been good. Um, obviously, the WHL is it's a lot faster and a different style of play. Um, so definitely took a few games to get used to that. Just I kind of the first game, I kind of felt a little lost out there, not just trying to get a feel for for the game. And then after um, a few games, it's got a lot better, and I been more confident out there now that's what i said it's been about a month or so since you joined the team so you know being a 2019 draft pick about two and a half years after the fact you decided to come here to swift current what was kind of the you know the weeks leading up to deciding to to join the western hockey league was it something you kind of thought about for a little while and just decided that it was maybe the uh, the best opportunity for you uh you know yeah i was going back and thinking about aj then thinking about school then whl route and i was just kind of in between and then i you know, I, um, our general manager, Chad Leslie, he invited me to practice um, in Edmonton. Um, and I was like, you know what, it's not going to hurt to go to a practice, right? So I went to practice, and I, the guys are great to me. All sh- shook, came and shook my hand, introduced them to me, and I kind of made me feel comfortable, and, I, and it was a good practice, and I thought it was pretty sweet. So I, And I thought about it more, discussed it with my family, and decided it, would, it was in my best interest to go to the, to the WHL practice so, so would that have been at rogers yeah it was at the is yeah is that the sell the whl yeah. lifestyle with the it, hockey mecca yeah. there i so, love it so that was pretty cool too it wasn't the practice wasn't at rogers at the their the oilers practice rink so right across oh, okay uh, the building but it was yeah it was pretty cool yeah so you touched on it that first practice the teammates were all there to, to yeah. shake your hand and make you feel welcome as part of the group yeah. how's the the transition been since then you know with the with the new team uh it's been great you know especially the veterans like cole Nagy, um isaac polter and Eric Van Amp, they re- they really made me feel um, welcome here in Swift Current, and especially all all the rest of the guys too. All were very. Um gave you a warm welcome so that was really nice now, your last couple of years have been have been a little weird just to say weird you know you're a Sherwood Park guy so you were playing for the U18 the U15 Sherwood Park Flyers and then played for the Crusaders and the AJ to start this year and from what I understand you lived about a stone's throw from the rink in Sherwood Park so playing at home uh, must have been kind of nice to be able to go home and you know see your family see your parents every single day can you kind of just tell us what playing at home was like for you um you know that's kind of why I originally wanted to play in Sherwood Park was to be i the previous year I played in Arizona and you know I I was away from my family and friends for over a year Um, so I originally thought I'd want to play in Sherd Park and be with my friends and family which is and go to school in Sherd Park and obviously that was that looked good Um, and it was it was good Um, I really liked being there with my friends and family reconnect with some old friends that I haven't seen for a while Um, and yeah it was it was cool to play there but you know I got this opportunity and I'm glad and I'm excited to be here yeah and and you know what we're certainly excited to have you here but the, the lifestyle of the junior hockey player it's a wild one because you know you're you're set up you're, you're moving away from home at a young age and uh, you're in a billet family situation how how's that all worked out for you um it's been great my billets are wonderful but both um they're both um kind and and caring both um Aaron and Mark and then they got the three kids and they have 
uh, or four kids actually. They got three boys and a and a daughter, and they they've been really good. They've been really nice to me too, and it's been they gave me they gave me a warm welcome, and I feel comfortable there. Aaron and Mark Pluis. Yep. Okay, you're Pluis Pluis Automotive. Right yep. on. Oh, give them a shout out there. I know they'll <laughs> yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. So. <laughs> nice. You mentioned that you played in Arizona last year, and I can understand why there wasn't a whole lot of minor hockey going on basically anywhere in Canada last season. So, how did that opportunity even come up for you? Did Did your family know somebody down in, in Arizona who could kind of hook you up with a team to go play for? Yeah. So you know what we 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 go to um, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho for our summers and. We're pretty good friends with Ray Whitney, um, who coaches the team down in Scottsdale, Arizona. So I was I was going back with some friends from Sherd Park actually, and they were unsure about the season, not sure if they'd be able to play or not play. So you know, and I, you know, I was like, and Ray Whitney, he came up to me and offered me a spot on the team, and he's like, come down, come down and play here. And I was like, Arizona hockey, you know, the, you get the a bad vibe from it, like, like that. All all people do there is play golf, right? But. Um, I, w- I decided it was, it was in my best interest to go down there and play, and it, it was, I don't regret it. It was amazing. So you do, like, every summer in Coeur d'Alene, you go yep, down there? Yeah, go down there, play golf. So you had to have been to that theme park that they have there, the Silverwood? I have been there once, yeah, Silverwood, yeah. That's, it's worth, like, it's about a 16-hour drive or so from Swift. It is so worth, like, it's a great little theme park. They got a yeah. water park there, too, roller coasters and stuff. Oh, I wish, <laughs> wish my kids weren't grown up. That was <laughs> yeah, my that's pretty cool spot. Stuff, so. <laughs> so, yeah, so that, that's a nice place. And, you know, Ray, Ray Whitney, obviously a well-known name, played seasons in the NHL, WHL alum, did... Uh, how has he influenced your hockey career? You know, um, a friend of the family. Yeah, it, I was. It's pretty cool having a, co- a coach like that who's that experienced, and it's like, and it's like when he's telling you something, you're listening and you trust what he's saying to you because, you know, he's you know he's been there, you know he's succeeded in his career, and you just you take every you take everything he says and you try to apply it to your game. So it was it was pretty cool. So how does that work down in Arizona? Like it's not exactly like a league down in Arizona. So you guys traveling all over the country playing games. I mean, there's a couple of Canadians on this team. I saw there's a kid from Ukraine on your team as well. So yep. how did that all work out uh, with those uh, 17 games you played? Um, yeah, so we actually is we we played more than 17 games. Um, we played we got to play like 40 or 50. Um, because um, we travel everywhere, play tournaments. So you play some local games against the teams there, which aren't great games. But um, when we travel, we travel all around the U.S. And, yeah, and we play teams from all over. And we got lots of showcases in, which was good. You know, we're we're still kind of – you're still one of the newer faces in the lineup. Um, when you're playing your game and when you're at your best, you know, who's a guy who your style is similar to? We'll, we'll do the classic compare yourself to a current NHL guy question here. Um, when I'm at my best, or who I look up to, I'd say, is Braden Point. He's a he's a smaller guy, great compete level, and and he's able to put the puck in the net and able to generate offense. Um, unfortunately, this year I haven't been able to generate much offense yet, um, but I feel like my compete level and my my speed and that kind of go that go and go get it that that um attitude is kind of like Braden point um so that's what i look up to and is that something you've always had you know being a guy who's not you know six foot four 200 pounds have you always been a guy who's thought that i need to be the hardest working guy in the ice to be an impact player yes for sure um right from as soon as as young as i as soon as i started playing hockey i i was i've always been a hard worker and being smaller i i've always had to compete hard and win battles um, which has uh, fueled my style of game. 
you know, with, with injuries and COVID protocol and whatnot, you're getting a ton of ice. Um, is that something that you were expecting coming here to be a guy who is an everyday guy and at times a top six guy? Um, you know, n- no, I, I didn't really know what I, I wasn't, I didn't really know what to expect, but I thought I'd just be happy with whatever and just kind of um, be comfortable with whatever and just keep going. Um, but yeah, it's been good. So, and I've been happy to receive those opportunities and lucky, and I'm just trying to take advantage of those opportunities. So what sort of keeps you busy away from the rink? I know you guys are here almost every single day, but when you're hanging out on a Sunday afternoon, day off, uh, you know, what are you doing to, to stay busy? Um, well, you know, because of COVID, there hasn't been much you could do, but, you know, I mostly just, I watch TV series, you know, play, I play some Fortnite with the boys. Um, uh, but other than that, not a whole lot. <laughs> so you, you dropped a TV series. What are you going to do right now? What, what's, a, uh, what's a Ty Hurley Netflix recommend or something to binge? Uh, you know, I like Suits on Netflix, the, the lawyer show. Um, right now I'm watching Chicago Med. Um, but yeah, I've seen all the shows. So yeah. <laughs> what are some of your favorites that are older shows, but you just couldn't, couldn't get enough? Um, sorry, what? Like some older shows, uh, some past, like, like Breaking Bad is one of my favorites. Oh, Breaking Bad, yeah, I watched that this year. What Breaking, some of your Breaking, other favorites? Yeah, I watched Breaking Bad. That was pretty good. Um, I've seen Prison Break, um, Lost, even on Amazon Prime, um, House, another Prime video show, um, Gary's Anatomy. I've seen them all. <laughs> yeah, wow. I, I yeah. was I was waiting for The Office drop. No, there. The Office. <laughs> I was the first one I watched there. The Office. I don't, it was pretty good. The Office, but yeah. So this weekend, it's it's another busy one for you. But uh, you know, a couple teams that I think you match up pretty good with. You got Brandon again on Saturday. Um, actually, let's rewind to last night. That seemed like an emotional game between you guys. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I, I unfortunately I was in the stands watching the pr- the prior game t- against them. Um, so I watched the game and I was like, wow, that, like it's a good matchup. Like there's guys are intense. There's there's lots of emotions going on. And so I was expecting that last in last night's game. So I went out there and I was like, like it's good hockey. It's fast and or, <laughs> um, guys are making passes on the tape. It's quick and. I was expecting that going in, so and then yeah, it was a good game. <laughs> it was really great to see you guys come back too. We saw them score twice in under a minute, and, and I know you weren't here to start the season, but I think earlier in the year that would have been a game that turned into four or five nothing pretty quickly. So for you guys to kind of just refocus and get things tied up there before the period even came to an end, I think that really shows what kind of character you guys have in that room. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I said, when you get when you when you get scored on two in a row, that that mindset and that that or how people are feeling on the bench it's it's down right you got to try and you got to try and get get that confidence back get that upbeat emotion back on the bench and we we were able to do that and that helped us um get past that and score two two big ones so yeah that's good medicine hat in town on friday night that's the next home game for for you guys um a lot of early season matchups against Medicine Hat, so a team that we've seen a lot, but you haven't. What do you know about these guys? Um, you know what? I don't know a whole lot, but depending on it, doesn't matter who the team is. You got to we got to play the same way every game, which is we got to compete, we got to be fast and physical, smart and hard, and every game we do the same thing. It's also uh, parent bill weekend as well, so for you to have your family, they, I'm, I'm assuming they're yeah, coming. Yeah, so both for my them to come, come here, and um, I don't think it's the first time I've seen you played in person in the WHL, but just to have them in town here, be able to see them after the game, spend some time with them, kind of just uh, you know an exciting uh, moment in the season as well. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, haven't seen them in a few weeks, so it'll be nice to see them and um, look up when I'm on the ice. Look up and see they're in the stands. Always feels good and. 
hopefully I can score my first goal in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, hey, thanks a bunch for, for doing this, for making your way to this half of the rink and having this chat with us, man. Greatly yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. It. Thanks, guys. Bronco rookie Ty Hurley on the Broncos This Week podcast. You're listening to Broncos This Week, presented by Original 16, the official beer of the Swift Current Broncos. Wrapping up another edition of the Broncos This Week podcast brought to you by Original 16. A big thank you to interim head coach Devin Pratt for joining us, as well as uh, rookie forward Ty Hurley. A big weekend coming up, uh, well, on the ice. you got games against Medicine Hat and what should be another emotional outing against the uh, Brandon Wheat Kings. But uh, an emotional weekend for a different kind of reason as well as it's uh, parent weekend. Yeah, always great to have, uh, you know, the parents of these guys come out. They, and a lot of them make their way out at some point throughout the season. It's It might be the first trip for some of them, but for, for a few of them it'll be not, not the first time they've been here. But it is always great um, to get the guys on the ice with their parents for a quick photo and some recognition before the game. Um, you know, I think the guys are obviously super excited to see their parents. Most of them, I guess half the team, really all the Manitoba guys probably saw their parents this past weekend in, uh, in Winnipeg and Brandon. But, you know, for some of these guys, they probably haven't seen their parents uh, since Christmas maybe. So um, I think it's great for these guys to have a chance to play in front of their parents at home and a chance for those parents who maybe haven't been here for a while to take in a home game here, uh, two home games in Swift Current. So uh, it's going to be a great weekend. And like you said, uh, you know, a, a team in Medicine Hat that's trying to play spoiler a bit down the stretch here. And then, uh, you know, Brandon Wee Kings who are still fighting for playoff positioning uh, above the Broncos. So should be an exciting weekend here and looking forward to a couple of home games. Yeah, exactly. Parent billet weekend uh, and very much looking forward to recognizing the efforts of all of our billet families this weekend as well. All right, that'll do it for another edition of the Broncos This Week podcast, brought to you by Original 16. You've been listening to Broncos This Week, presented by Original 16.